Is everybody doing okay today? Good. Glory to God. All right. Some of you can notify your face. Just That would help me out. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Uh, turn with me, if you would, this morning to uh, Joshua chapter 1. As we were uh, praying on Tuesday in our Tuesday night uh, service, the Lord dropped a uh, certain verse in my heart, and uh, I, I just knew it was for this morning. Um, we're going to look at some really familiar verses today. Uh, but we never want to tire of looking at verses that we think we know right? Or passages that we think we know. And uh, let me also say this, uh, if you don't know some of these verses that we're looking at, which is perfectly fine, uh, but if you don't, highlight them, jot them down, look at them again. You want to know these verses. You want to have these, uh, I'd say memorized, but you want to have these in your heart, so to speak. Because uh, they're important. They're important verses. And in Joshua chapter 1, just to give us a little bit of a background, um, Moses, who was the leader of the children of God, the Israel people, Israelis, and they, they had, Moses had just died. And uh, he had passed the leadership role over to Joshua. And if you remember, it's Joshua's job to lead the people of Israel into what they called the promised land, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, there's only one problem with that, and they've been dwelling on this problem for 40 years in walking throughout the wilderness, and that is that there's what they called giants in the land. In other words, there were other people living in that land, and no one bothered to tell them that they were just supposed to exit when the children of Israel uh, you know, the children of God came in, they were going to fight for their land. And God said, I've given you the land. So here we go. We've got a problem, right? Because circumstances look different than what God has said. Oh, wow. You mean even back then in the Old Testament, circumstances didn't look good for people when God told them to go do something? Yes. Matter of fact, it tells us in the New Testament that everything written in the Old Testament was there for our example, right? The, the things the children of Israel went through are there for our example. So in, in Joshua chapter 1, we're picking up with the Lord talking to Joshua about the next step. And it's so very interesting. Let's start with verse 1 just so we can get um, the context here. And it says this in verse 1, After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, the Lord said to Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' assistant, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now, I don't know about you, this cracks me up. <laughs> this is the Lord talking, right? He doesn't beat around the bush. He doesn't say, I'm really sorry for your loss. No. He doesn't say, you know... Take, you know, take some time off, just everybody regroup. No, he just says, Moses, my servant, 
he's dead. Mm-hmm. And he goes on, now therefore, arise. In other words, here's your direction. No time to have a pity party. No time to sit down and cry. You're, there's going to be direction here. There's going to be another step, a different mm-hmm. phase, if we could say that. Yeah. Um, we, we, are, we are to enjoy things that uh, God has us doing right now, but understand this. God always has more. There's always going to be new levels. There's always going to be new experiences that he has for us if we're willing to go there. If we're willing to step out in faith. And in order to be able to do that, we're going to have to understand that some things might die off of the past. Yeah, amen. It's, It's just the way life is, right? Even if you're not serving God, there's going to be some things about your life that die off. Better to be serving God, right? Better to have his direction and move forward with things even when some things leave your life, right? right? Whether it's people or jobs or whatever it is, we need to be able to realize that that's the past. It's done. Now let's go forward with God. And God helps Joshua with this by saying, look, Moses, he's dead. (laughs) I don't know. I like it plain. Keep it simple, right? Don't complicate things. And that is God to a T. He doesn't make things complicated. It's really easy. That was the past. You did a good job as an assistant. Now it's you. You're the leader. So, praise the Lord. My servant's dead, now therefore arise, go over this Jordan, you and all this people, into the land that I am giving to them, to the people of Israel. Every place that the sole of your foot will tread upon, I have given to you. That's an amazing statement. Every place that the sole of your foot will tread upon, I have given to you, just as I promised to Moses. The promise was given to Moses, but it passed down to Joshua. He said, from the wilderness and this Lebanon, as far as the great river, the river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites to the great sea, toward the going down of the sun, shall be your territory. So God specifically defines the borders with which Joshua has what we would say jurisdiction, (laughs) right? He defines, God will always define for you when he's having you step out, he'll always help you to see what what is all to belong to you. Yeah. You might not get it all at once, and the children of Israel certainly didn't get all the land at once, but God will start to define those borders, and they're always bigger than we would think. (laughs) They're always, I mean, every time I go to the Lord and say, you know, what's the next step for this? What what should I be looking at? He always shows me bigger than what I think we could possibly attain to. That's the way God works. And so he gives them a pretty big border. 
Matter of fact, I'm not too sure that they actually ever got all of this land that, they, that God had shown them. Praise the Lord. So verse 4, he defines the borders. And then he says in verse 5, No man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. Just as I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not leave you or forsake you. Be strong and courageous, for you shall cause this people to inherit the land that I swore to their fathers to give them. Only, verse 7, be strong and very courageous. How many times does God say this? He says it many times. <laughs> Only be strong and very courageous. Being careful. Everybody say careful. careful. Being careful to do according to all the law that Moses, my servant, commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right hand or to the left, that you may have good success wherever you go. Yeah. Yeah. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night, so that you may be careful to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous. Oh, that P word, whoops. Then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. This is tremendous. Yeah, amen. Um, <laughs> if you've ever gotten a pep talk from someone, you know, what, what's a pep talk? As somebody, when, when someone's feeling kind of low, you try to encourage them, right? Yes. You try to prop them up. God's pep talks are different <laughs> than, than human ones. You know, human pep talks are like, you can do this, go get it. Ah. And, 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 and God's more like, look, Moses, the guy, the guy you were serving, he's gone. It's your job now. So I need you to be strong. Be courageous. Stand up. Stand firm. Every place the sole of your foot goes on, it's yours. It's yours. This whole border, you see it all? It's all yours. Now I need you to be strong, courageous. Why? Why was God like that? Well, we already said there were people living in that land. That's right. And they weren't just going to get up and go because the children of Israel decided, hey, can we come in? We really, God told us this is ours, so we're just going to take it. Is that okay with you? No, they, they weren't willing to just let them have it. Matter of fact, I would say even today, there are people that are still not willing to let the people of Israel just have the land, right? It's, it's been a constant battle. And, and, and God was preparing Joshua to have the right mindset. And I told you that the, uh, a certain verse had come up to my heart on Tuesday when we were praying. And it's this verse here. Well, actually, it was a phrase. 
And the phrase that just kept rolling around while we were praying on Tuesday was, be careful to do. Be careful to do. And that's in verse 7. Only be strong and very courageous, being careful to do. Yeah. Right? Uh, when we look at the word careful, what do you think of when someone says, be careful? Watch what you're doing, right? <laughs> Take care, we might say, right? Take care. I thought we weren't supposed to carry cares. We weren't supposed to take cares. We're supposed to put our cares on the Lord. Yes, yes, but that's not what this is meaning, right? When you take care of, when you're careful of how you're going, you're aware, you're, you're attentive, right? You're attending to the steps you are taking. You yeah. are being careful. Um, I had to set some mouse traps a couple weeks ago. I had to be careful. Yeah. Uh, yes. <laughs> right? What? Well, there was there was one mouse trap. They've actually got some pretty cool new ones out there that where you can't hurt yourself. And I'm going to get those. But these were the old kind, right? Where you have to try and balance that one little wire on that one little, oh my goodness. And the one that I had was not playing nice. And it kept, every time I tried to set it, it would snap. Uh -oh. I had to be careful. So careful that I called my husband over to help me because I didn't want to take my finger out. Praise the Lord. What, what is that? You're taking care with how you're being very diligent to do something a certain way. And when we, uh, when we finished prayer on Tuesday night, it was interesting. A lot of times when we spend time in prayer, there's, uh, there's a lot of times where I have very specific direction about what I'm praying about or who I'm praying for. There's, there's things that I know pretty much right away as I get into prayer. Last Tuesday was not that way. I was just, I was praying in the spirit, praying in other tongues, but I didn't have a very specific direction, if that makes sense to you. Um, which was so funny because when we got out of prayer, my husband was like, oh my gosh, we were praying about this and this. He had all the direction. <laughs> he, he knew exactly what was going on. And, and that's fine. It doesn't have to be all of us, right? We, don't all, we can just be adding to the supply of whoever's in charge. And that's great. But one thing he said to me was, um, he said, we need to be careful. And as soon as he said that, I was like, Ah, okay, I get it. And he said, we need to be careful not to let the end of this year just slide by. Right, right. Mm -hmm. yeah. Amen. Why? Because we had been talking on Tuesday about, you know, the, and, and just talking even before we had gotten to prayer on Tuesday about 2023. Yeah. And there's, there's a lot that, that needs to happen, a lot that needs to be settled in the schedule for him, for Siegel Ministries and that type of thing. And even for us at the church, we want to settle in on what's, what's good and right for the year, right? So it's, if we're not careful, we will automatically skip through right. November, December uh -oh. and just look towards January. 
And uh, the Lord was dealing with my husband and me. I didn't even realize it, but he gave me the scripture to bounce off of that, that we need to be careful to do what he needs us to do here and now. Okay? And if he gave us this scripture, he also gave us the answer in this scripture. And... um, And so we're just going to read verse 7 and 8 one more time to help us with with this. But uh, it says, only be strong and very courageous, being careful to do. Everybody say to do. To do. To do what? According to all the law that Moses, my servant, commanded you. What, for the children of Israel, what was the law? It It was basically their word of God, right? It was the word they had. So we could say, flipped over to the New Testament, we could say, be careful to do according to all the word, right? All the word, all the scripture that we have, not just for Moses, but we have the whole thing. Praise God, aren't you thankful? I'm so thankful I live now and have the whole word of God. I really am. Uh, We need to be careful to do according to the word. Yes. Yes. To all the word that has been commanded to us. And we're not to what? Turn. Ah. We're not to turn from it to the right hand or to the left. I told you guys this, I mean, this is a, one of the, it's a basic scripture. There, I've heard so many people minister on this, but it's so important because if we don't get this right. Right, right. Um, you know, you, you can search and ask God for all the specific direction of your life, but if you're not doing the word, <laughs> if you're not doing the basics, uh, you're not going to get a lot of specifics. He's going to send you right back to do this, right? And so uh, we want to be careful. Not, we're not going to turn to the right or to the left, but we're going to go straight with the word. Praise God. We're going we're gonna to go straight down the word path, if we could say it that way. And what happens when we do that? The Lord said you'll have good success wherever you go. Do you know how, what good news that is? <laughs> because my husband and I, some of the paths that we've had to go down Sometimes they don't look like there's going to be a good outcome. Sometimes it looks like it's going to be worse than ever. (laughs) And sometimes that happens on a daily basis where there's things that come up that just look, oh, this isn't good. This isn't, it just doesn't look good. It doesn't look good. I'm sorry. Have has anyone else ever been there? Because maybe it's just Joel and I. I, I no, 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 okay. No. But the word says, if we'll stay and be careful to do according to his word, yeah. that we will have good success Amen. wherever Amen. we go. Yeah, good success. Amen. That means if you're doing what God's called you to do, You're going to have good success. That means you're a success. That means you're successful. Glory to God. Hallelujah. 
Success is what we're after. But remember what we read in the, in the offering when he was talking to the church at Smyrna, when Jesus said, I, I see that tribulation. I see the trouble you have and the poverty that's all around you. But you are rich. In that same way, we've got to be able to look at all the circumstances around us and say, I am a success. Oh, come on, church. You've got to be able to look at things that look like there's no way through this. There's no way around this. There's no way over this. There's no way that we can do this. And Joshua was facing an entire region full of people that didn't want to leave. And God's saying, it's yours. Every place, every place the sole of your foot steps on belongs to you. That's tremendous. And God was having to get get Joshua to start thinking that, that no matter what, it doesn't matter who comes against us. It doesn't matter how big their army is. It doesn't matter what it looks like. If I'm doing the word, I will have good success. And he was saying, you got to be careful to do this. What is that? To To do the word and to say the word. To do the word and to say the word. To do the word and to say the word. You've got to be careful. Pay attention to this. And so, obviously, the Spirit wants us, Faith Church, to pay attention to these last few weeks of this year. What do we have left? Seven weeks? Eight weeks? I don't know. Seven? Whatever we've got left, we're going to be careful. What are we being careful to do? To do all the word. All the word that he's dealt with us to do, whether it's the written word or something that he's spoken to our heart, we want to be careful. Now, um, because he, uh, that phrase kept coming up to me, I actually looked up that word careful in the Hebrew, and it actually means to hedge about. And it said, so what's a hedge? I think of uh, an English garden or some, somewhere in France, you know, where they have those big hedges, you know, where, like a maze that you'd walk through, that it's got the big hedge that's like six foot tall that you can't yeah. see over. That's what I think of when it's to hedge about, where you're, you're, surround, you're surrounded on either side, right? You've got a hedge. And this says to hedge about as with thorns, Ouch. What does that mean? If you turn to the right into the hedge, you're going to get hurt, right? If it's full of thorns. If you turn to the left, out. So we, w- we want to be hedged about as with thorns. In other words, if I need a poke to get me to stay in the right direction, poke me, Lord. Do whatever you need to do, right? Uh, you know, to keep me going, I want to be careful that I'm doing all that he needs me to do. Yes. And uh, so to hedge about, the, uh, another a word is to guard or to protect. That's what this word, be careful, means. Guard 
protect. The, the Lord is trying to remind us that there's going to be circumstances it looks like we cannot get through and we need to be careful that we're doing all that he has told us to do. Amen? Yes. Don't turn from it to the right hand or to the left that you may have good success wherever you go. This book of the law, uh oh, here we are, shall not depart out of where? My mouth. Oh, man. Can't I just read it? It shall not depart from your. This, he's telling Joshua this. If you're going to have good success, the word must be in your mouth. There's no way around it. He's been saying it for centuries. He's been saying it to people in the Old Testament. He's been saying it to people in the New Testament. He's saying it to us now. If we want good success, the book of the law is not to depart out of your mouth. You shall meditate on it day and night. As my husband likes to say, that mean, it doesn't mean all the time, just day and night, right? Well, how do we do that, Pastor Amy? I mean, I, I can't just be saying the word when I'm supposed to be at work and do it. No, but the key here is that meditate. Meditate. If you look that word up, it literally means to mutter or to murmur. What does that mean? It's something that's continually on your, in your thoughts. Yes. It's in your heart. Yes. And anytime you've got a chance, it's coming out of your mouth. Yes. Now, I can tell you who's good at keeping the book of the law in their mouth or we would say the word of God in their mouth, I can, I can get a clue by how people behave during praise and worship. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, why is that? Because if, if the word's in you, if praise is in you, if the things of God are continually about your daily thought life. It's going to start coming out. And when you get to a place of corporate worship, it's the easiest thing in the world, even if you're not a singer. I know I, I've sung all my life, so uh, it is what it is. But if I wasn't a singer, come on now. You don't have to carry a tune to be able to say, I pray, I'm just so thankful for you, Lord. Yeah. That's right. Amen. You've changed my life. You, you've, you've changed the way I think. You've changed everything about. Lord, without you, my marriage would be a mess. Without you, my children would be a mess. Without you, I wouldn't live where I live. Without you, I would be nothing. That's right. You don't have to be a musician to have praise in your mouth. Praise the Lord. Amen. We'll just get back to the scripture. So anyway, he says, 
This is not supposed to depart out of your mouth, but you're going to meditate. You're going to mutter. You're going to be careful, take guard, protect yourself so that the primary thing about your day, the primary focus about, that's coming out of your mouth are the things of God, the expressions of God, the praise of God, the word of God. And he says, if you'll do this, Again, he says, so that you may be careful to do according to all that's written in the word. And when you do this, he says, then you're going to make your way prosperous. Yes. Who makes their way prosperous? I do. You do. In other words, we have a lot to do with whether we prosper in the things of God or not whether we prosper here on this earth or not. It has everything to do with what most people think it has nothing to do with, if right. that makes any sense right. to you. Yeah, amen. It has everything to do with how seriously you take the word of God and how seriously you take the praise of God and the fellowship of God. Yeah. Your prosperity, your success, banks on the fact that you're all in with God. And oh my gosh, how many times have I said that phrase since I've been ministering? Almost every week. But you've got to be all in with your heart. It's got to be everything to you if you want God's success Amen. and prosperity. Amen. Praise Amen. Lord. Don't get mad at people that have served God for decades and live in a nice house. Amen. I'm sorry. Don't get mad. They're just doing these verses. That's right. They've found success because yeah. they've found their That's Savior. Right. Amen. And they're doing the word. Amen. Praise Amen. the Lord. I really am sweet. Uh, if, I'm, if I'm rubbing you the wrong way, just come back another day. My husband will maybe minister and and he'll really get you upset. So <laughs> just, just consider me as the sweet one, and we'll go on from there. Praise the Lord. Amen. We want our way to be prosperous, right? Yes. I want to have good success. And the Lord is reminding us this week, for the rest of November, for the rest of December, there's more for us. Yes. Yeah. Let's not just jump in our minds to plan 2023. But let's take seriously every time we come together, every time we meet on a Tuesday for prayer, make it a priority to get there. Right? Make it a priority to be here on Sunday. Make it a priority to put the word of God in your mouth. To speak the word. To meditate on the word. To mutter the word. And I promise you, even if it's just... We have so many scriptures and there's no way that we will get to them today. But there's so many scriptures we could look at in the Word of God about the Word of God. That's right. <laughs> and how important it is. Well, turn to Proverbs 4. We'll just look really quick because y'all should know this one. If you don't know it, underline it, write it down, learn it. Proverbs 4, verse 20. Why don't you pull it up in the Amplified for me? We'll just skip right to the Amplified, which is really close to the ESV that we normally use. Praise the Lord. 
Proverbs 4, verse 20. It says, my son, what? Be attentive. Attend. Be attentive. Pay attention. Another scripture, another translation says, pay attention to my words. I like this. Consent and submit to my sayings. What does that mean, to consent? When you consent to something, what are you doing? You are giving your permission, agreement. Could we say it this way, my son? Attend to my words. Agree and submit. What does submit? Yield to. Agree, consent, and submit to my sayings. That means when we see it in the word, we're just supposed to nod and say, okay, Lord, I'll do it. Attend to my words, consent and submit to my sayings. Let them not depart from your sight. Keep them in the center of your heart. His words in us coming out of our mouth, the Bible says, will cause prosperity and success. In other words, it's not really a hard formula. (laughs) It really isn't, right? It's it's not, uh, oh, well, if I can just get a certain number in in, uh, the bank account, if I can just invest in a certain new company. No, it has everything to do with what we do with the word. Praise the Lord. Why don't you stand to your feet this morning? Are you thankful for the word? Yes. I am. The word changes us from the inside out. It directs our life. And honest to goodness, you may have never heard anything like this before. You may still be upset that, uh, uh, I don't know, that we're loud in church. But um, (laughs) if you don't get anything else out of this, Take Joshua 1 home with you, right? Read it over yourself and see if it really says what it says. Yeah, 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 amen. And let let us just uh, encourage you, and I'm, I'm preaching this to me this week because I need to hear it because of what we heard on Tuesday. We need to be careful that the end of this year, we put the utmost importance. Every service we're supposed to be at, we come to. And we come to it ready to receive more from God. He has more for all of us if we will do this. Amen? Amen. Father, thank you for your word. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you so much for the direction of the Spirit. We do not take these things lightly, but we take them to heart. And we, we make every effort to be a doer of the word that you've given us today, not just a hearer only. Mm-hmm. We're so thankful for it. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Listen, you all are dismissed. We have refreshed.